Hello, fellow RoboCapitalists. Hope you're well. So we've got a new report that just came out that talks about credit card debt. Now, those of you who have been watching the channel know that credit card debt is just skyrocketing over a trillion dollars. But now we're starting to see the delinquencies. In fact, we haven't seen delinquencies like this since, according to this report, the GFC. Let's get over into the first chart. We do a quick screen share and we'll go to Twitter actually. And this is a tweet. I've seen this chart everywhere, but I just Google it and happened to come up from this gentleman named Steve Burns at S Joseph Burns. And uh, this is from 2022, but I can assure you it's worse now. This is the chart that we use for the thumbnail. And this blue line represents credit card debt. So we can see this going completely parabolic in 2021 into 2022. But what's really interesting here is look at the savings rate. That's the red line. You see, so as the savings rate goes down and down and down, or well, let's go back up as the savings rate goes sky high because of stimmies and whatnot. And because people don't have to pay back their student loans, what happens to the credit card usage plummets? But then what happens when stimmies run out and then all of a sudden we want to spend like we were, then you see the credit card debt. There's almost an inverse relationship, which makes a lot of sense, right? So now I've read reports, like I said earlier, saying that this credit card debt is over a trillion dollars, something we've, we've is quite literally unprecedented. But let's go over to CNBC and check out this story title, credit card losses are rising at the fastest pace since the GFC. Let me repeat, credit card losses are rising at the fastest pace since the GFC. So not only do we have just incredible amounts of credit card debt, but now we're starting to see the delinquencies increase, not just in nominal terms, but as a percentage of that overall debt. Combine that with commercial real estate and the banks ain't Looking too good, <laughs> to say the least. A key talking points, Goldman Sachs predicts credit card losses will continue to climb through the end of 2024, early 2025. What is unusual, and listen to this, guys, is that the losses are accelerating outside of an economic downturn. Hmm. So, of course, they cannot even think about the fact that, well, maybe that's because we're in an economic downturn. <laughs> like they can't even go there. They won't even allow themselves to address that possibility. But they just say, mm, yeah, this is really weird. We, we Obviously the economy is booming and um, we've never seen this when the economy was not in a downturn. So let's see here. That must mean that... Uh, this is unprecedented. You see, they automatically go to that conclusion instead of, well, maybe it means because the, the economy ain't doing so great. Next key talking point, credit card losses currently stand at 3.63%, up 1.5 percentage points from the bottom. Credit card companies are racking up losses at the fastest pace in almost 30 years outside of the GFC. Now, is this according to George Gammon? economic tinfoil hatter <laughs> and fear monger. And no, this is according to Goldman Sachs, guys. According to Goldman Sachs. This, there you go. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just the messenger, for heaven's sakes. 
So credit card losses bottomed in September of 2021. Interesting that I wonder why. <laughs> it goes back to the first chart we just talked about, of course. And while initial increases were likely reversals from stimulus, their words, not mine, they have been rapidly rising since the first quarter of 2022. Since that time, it's an increasing rate of losses only seen in recent history during the recession of 2008. Now, I'd like to remind you that when we were in the recession of 2008, the talking heads were saying the exact same thing they're saying now. Oh, the economy's on fire. What are you, Lehman? Yeah, whatever. Bear Stearns? Nothing burger. Hello. The economy's resilient. It's not till nine months later when the stuff hits the fan, when they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, um, that 2008 time frame, yeah, definitely in a recession then. This is the way it always works. So they say they, Goldman Sachs, not George Gammon, economic tinfoil hat guy. <laughs> they say it's far from over. Loss is currently at 3.63%, up 1.5 percentage points from the bottom. Goldman sees rising another 1.3 percentage points to 4.93. Yeah, but they also see this as a red hot economy or a resilient economy. They also see this as some sort of wild anomaly that they're like scratching their heads saying, hmm, this is just, this can't be, this can't be. We, we've, we've never seen this outside of a recession. And since the economy, you see, my point is if they could actually acknowledge that, hey, well, maybe that's because the economy ain't doing so well. I would assume that they would not predict it going up to 4.93% they'd probably predict that it was going up a lot higher. And for heaven's sakes, again, Goldman, just look at the darn yield curve. This is not rocket science. This is not rocket science. This comes at a time when Americans owe more than $1 trillion on credit cards. So again, it's not that they're saying the amount of credit card delinquency. They're saying the percentage of overall credit card debt delinquent. Big difference. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow Rebel Capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. We think delinquencies could continue to underperform. I like how they say that. <laughs> underperform. <laughs> oh, you mean they just cannot say something negative about the economy. They, they just, it's like they can't do it. Delinquencies could continue to increase. <laughs> Let's just use plain English here, Ryan. It's Ryan Nash. Uh, analyst, I guess, from Goldman Sachs. What's unusual is that losses are accelerating outside of an economic downturn. Again, that's weird, isn't it? 
Of the past five credit card loss cycles, three were characterized by recession. The two that occurred when the economy was not in recession were mid-1980s and 2015, 2019. Okay, so Josh, trivia question. They're talking about these five credit card loss cycles, but they say that only three of them were characterized by recession. So there are two there, 90s, 2015, 2019, where we saw a credit card loss cycle that didn't result in a recession. So that means it now must be exactly like those times. What are they missing? What's the elephant in the room they're missing? Oh, God. It's too early in the morning to put me on the spot like this. It, it's the yield curve, dude. The yield curve. So now, was, the yield curve was the yield curve inverted 2015 to 2019? Eh, it was. No, it was not. Well, I actually, in the middle of 2019, it did invert. But 2015 to 2019, no, not inverted. In the mid-90s, did we have an inversion across the entire curve? All the maturities. No, 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 we didn't. So let, let's take the data in totality. Let's not just sit here and cherry pick and say, oh, well, let's just look at a time frame and credit card delinquencies. No, let's look at credit card delinquencies and everything else that just screams at you. The economy is not resilient. The economy is not in good shape right now. It's, it's so darn obvious. I don't know why that's a fringe view. You would think the fringe view would be the economy's resilient. When you look at all these data points that would suggest that it's incredibly weak, if not in a recession right now. They say, in our view, the cycle resembles the characteristics of what was experienced in late 1990s and somewhat similar to 2015 to 2009 cycle, where losses increased following a period of strong loan growth. You see how they just... They, Boy, talk about rose-colored glasses. I think this goes back to what we've said on this channel quite frequently, quite frequently when we're trying to figure out why do these guys say this? We have to remember that their number one priority is keeping their job. They could care less about being right or wrong. They just want to keep their job. And as long as they fall in line with the mainstream media and they don't say anything that's kind of outside of the norm and they say with they stay within these parameters of what's socially acceptable to say, then even though they're wrong all the time or half the time or whatever, they don't care because, because they're staying within that realm of acceptability, they're not going to lose their job because everyone is in that little box. But the people who are continually right, especially since 2020 are the people who aren't constrained by having just these little blinders on to where we cannot even consider anything outside of the blinder. I think to, to give them, uh, you know, to try to try to uh, be as fair as possible. I think that's why they're saying these things. When if you just had a private conversation with this guy, he'd be like, "Yeah, no, this is. Look at all the data. Of of course, this isn't the '90s. Of course, this isn't the 2015 cycle. I think that this is all through the filter of I just want to keep my job. I just want to keep my job. How can I warn of something that I think is completely obvious?" without being labeled an extremist. Basically, how can I articulate my view? How can I communicate my view without people putting me in the same box as like that George Gammon guy? <laughs> That's probably what's going on here. So then they conclude by saying the implies uh, that implies credit normalization cycles only at the halfway point, hence late 2024 
early 2025 prediction. So they can sit there and say, Hey guys, this is really bad. This is really bad. It's probably going to get a lot worse, but, 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 but I'm not saying we're in a recession. No, but, but, no, no, no. Don't get me wrong. No, no, no. Economy strong, resilient. Yeah. I'm in fact, really strong. It's just, it's just weird that this is happening, but just, it's bad, but just kind of ignore it because the, the economy is on fire. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. If you want to see more of the most recent important stories we've discussed right here on this channel, Josh will put them in a playlist right about there, and we'll see you on the next video.